Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. That's all right, isn't it? So it's El Presidente, El King... Uh, and Ronnie Spector, Ronnie Spector of the Ronettes, Be My Baby, and all that. Uh, brilliant singer. We had her on the show, I don't know, maybe two years ago, three years ago? Yeah. Who knows? It was when she brought out the album English Heart, which yeah. was kind of, she, it was a load of songs with like yeah. the Kinks and the Beatles. and. Uh, she's doing some shows. I mentioned the dates uh, during this, but I'll, I'll tweet the link as well. Well worth going. I saw her Christmas show years ago, and she's fab. We got the chance to talk to her at 10 minutes past seven this evening we were both very very excited as you were here this is me gone we played it cool we huh? played it very cool this is me and Kath talking to Ronnie Spector Yay! Ronnie Spector <laughs> Ronnie we, I'm here with my friend Catherine hey Ronnie first of all Hi, Catherine. let's just do this we, we love, love you, you so much we love you so much we love you so much we think oh, you're fab I love you too <laughs> <laughs> how you doing Ronnie what's going on I'm doing so great, and I can't wait to get to the UK. I mean, I've never done my Christmas show over there. Yeah. I cannot wait. Now, you're doing some great venues. We're hoping to see you at Hammersmith, and we're going we're gonna to read out all the dates a bit later on. Um, uh, okay. I, saw, I saw your Christmas show about, I don't know, maybe 12, 13 years ago in New York. And he's been talking about it ever uh, since. At BB King's. <laughs> I was sat, me and my then-girlfriend were sat right in the front. Man alive, oh Ronnie. It was such a good show. Is it going to be, for those who haven't seen it, is it going to be kind of a similar sort of vibe? What can people expect? Uh, It'll be the similar, uh, you know, uh, everything is for Christmas. However, I have added, like, videos. when And I talk, I sit down and talk to the audience, and I get up and sing. Yeah. And there are videos in back of me of the people I'm talking about. And when I get up and sing, it's so different, but it's so great. I have two Ronettes, and, and they sing and dance. And it's just <laughs> a, an amazing, I call it a review. <laughs> Cannot wait. it has everything in it. And, of course, all the Christmas hits. Cannot wait. And you say it's the first time you've done it in the UK. I know you have a real soft spot for England. Oh, I love England. I can't wait to do my Christmas show over there because I've never done my Christmas show in, over there since, I think, 1988 or something. Right. 
really, yeah, a long time ago. But so you have really you, is my you have a big ahead, history with the UK, of course, because you, I mean, you were hanging out with the Beatles, <laughs> um, you were um, having records produced with George Harrison and all kinds of stuff. Yep. So, yes. what what are your memories of the Beatles? Oh, I tell you, the first time we met them because they had never been to America yet, right? So when we w went to the UK, the Ronettes, they came to our Deco record party the first night we were there. Yeah. The Beatles. And it was so great. I mean, they were, especially John Lennon with me, he was such a gentleman. You know, he was my, my tour guide. He'd take me out on Carnaby Street and show me what the boots and the latest styles. <laughs> and I couldn't, I mean, we had the best time. And you know, the Rolling Stones were our opening act. I know, that's incredible. <laughs> that's not a bad opening act, is it? The Stones. No, the Stones, were, were, they were so great. But we were, they were opening for us. <laughs> you, know what, you know what it was so great about it, though? We, before all the, you know, the British invasion, we had the Kinks on this show, the Yardbirds. Wow. You know, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. We knew everybody over there. Yeah. So I grew very fond of the U.K., you know, I would go over there to visit my fans over there and not do a show. Just to be over in the UK having fun. Can you believe so I, <laughs> the over, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to age us all, but well over 50 years later, you're coming back. Yes. The shows are selling really well. You're playing Hammersmith Odeon, which is one of the most famous venues here. I think it's called the Apollo now. It keeps changing its name. Yes. Can you believe that 50 odd years later, you're still selling out big venues around the world? I cannot believe it. To tell you the truth, if somebody had said, Ronnie, in 50 years, Slay Ride is going to be on the top 40 this year. Mm. You know, my, my Slay Ride, my Christmas song. Yeah. I would have said, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and here it is. I'm, I'm, you know, filling all these halls. And, and I'm just amazed at my career that it has taken off like this. You know, it's been, let's say the last 10 years. Yeah. It's been, Ronnie, this, where are you going? And I've done everything, and I've loved everything I've done. I, I just love the business so much, and I love singing. That's my whole thing, and performing for the audience is my, oh, that's my real love. You know, I could just hug the whole audience, you know, at the end, I could just, mm. I love them. <laughs> Ronnie, you're such an inspiration. I received from a good friend of mine, Ian Lee, uh, one Christmas, your book, Be My Baby. And mm -hmm. having read it, it's like, my God, you had to really battle. You're a real survivor and you still love music. Um, <laughs> there must have been times well, where you thought you'd never get here. Yeah, but reading, writing my book gave me the, you know, I got rid of all that the, the mm. suffering and the pain I went through out in California and not being able to do shows and not being able to sing. That's why the Beatles meant so much to me because they said, you've got to put her on Apple Records. Mm. You know, and they did, but it, it, I didn't think it was going to be a hit because I knew my ex was involved with it. So I just love the Beatles because they tried to help me. And they named me Ronnie Spector because on my I did two records and it was under the name of Veronica. Oh, really? And when I got over, <laughs> yeah, when I got over to Apple Records, you know, in the studio, they said, this is horrible. Veronica <laughs> is like not rock and roll. So they, the Beatles, John and all those guys said, we wanted to be called Ronnie, wow. Ronnie Spectre. And Spectre was like, you know, I said, okay. <laughs> does does anyone call you Veronica now? Is it just if you're in trouble, Veronica? <laughs> no, <laughs> but they, that's what that was my name in California. Yeah, it was always just like you said, Veronica.
<laughs> We've um, we, before, while we were waiting to speak to you, we were listening to uh, the new song oh, "Under the so Mistletoe." Good. It's great, man. What are you like gargling? I don't know, like baby's blood or something. <laughs> you're doing you're doing some kind of voodoo because your voice is still incredible, Ronnie. It sounds amazing. Oh, thank you. How do you look I after love, it? I don't. My voice. Yeah, it, I, honestly, I it's so strong. To be honest with you, Ian, I, I don't um, go to clubs, I don't party, uh, you know, I have kids, so I love my uh, Connecticut, I live in Connecticut, yeah. I live in New York with the angle bangles and the buses and the trucks, you know, so I just live a much better life now, and I love doing my shows, my kids are old enough that I don't feel guilty that I'm going out to work, you know, <laughs> so it's so good now, I, I never thought in a hundred years that I would be talking to you guys. You know, in the UK, yeah. it's 50 years later, and I'm just so in awe of, like, people liking me. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you, are, um, you, are, you are one of the first, one of the first female rock stars, you know, and now it's, it's still a very male-dominated business, but you, you were a pioneer. Thank you. <laughs> I, I did start a lot of things, you know, with the girl groups and Amy Winehouse's she couldn't get enough of me, you know. So I love the fact that Amy Winehouse reminded me that what I did mattered. You yeah. know what I mean? The yeah. hairstyle, the outfits. And that made me so proud. And then she passed. I was devastated. So did, I think uh, Back to Black. I was going to say, you recorded Back to Black, didn't you? Did you ever get to meet I, her? I did. I met her at like a club. And she was with this tall, tall guy. And I remember her peeking out, looking at me. It was called the jazz club at, at, over in England yeah. in a huge place and, and everybody's standing up because it's rock and roll, you know, and it was jam packed and I see her looking at me and then I see her crying. Oh. Wow. And then, then she was gone. He's... And that blew my mind. And it is... Because... Go on, sorry, yeah. Ronnie, I interrupted, go on. No, it just, it, it blew my mind when, when she died because I thought, here I am, in my seventies, and she's mm. young, and she's like reminding me that what I did mattered. Now she's gone, and I, but I keep, I always, I have a video of her in my show, and everything, and I don't want to tell, give the whole show away, but she's also in my video. Oh, that's beautiful. On on my show, that's and she's talking about the Ronettes. You mentioned so it's like a May. <laughs> you mentioned you're in your 70s now and you're still doing yes. it and you're still turning it out. I mean, are you going to be wearing the Santa costume just like oh, you did? The, the I mean, sexy Ian has Santa not outfit. stopped talking about the sexy the Santa. sexy Santa outfit I saw at BB King's, Ronnie. My God. I know. I can't help. Everybody says Ronnie is so sexy. I don't <laughs> try to be anything. I just try to the audience and the guys. <laughs> you still got, I, you know, you know, I don't I want to bring it down to looks, but you've still got those legs, Ronnie. You've still got those great legs. Yeah, I, do. I, I do. I still have my long legs. <laughs> you know, I still have very nice shape. And I still look pretty good, guys. <laughs> I bet you do. We saw Cher in concert, didn't we, last Gosh, month? Gosh, yeah. And I picked up your book just to re-familiarise myself with it, and I realised that you kind of know each other, that she wrote the foreword for it, and you two are both still yeah. out there. And still turning it out for for the audiences. Oh, or Cher or me? Both of you. Oh well, well, you know what the problem was, Cher and Tina Turner. The thing that they had that I didn't have is once they got divorced, they could continue p performing, you know, doing their shows and stuff. That's the only thing I couldn't do when I was married. Yeah, I couldn't just go out and sing and do stuff like that. So I always admired Cher. She kept going. 
and Tina Turner, both of them. I, I admire them very much. And of course, Cher you know, was. They was, kept the door open for me. <laughs> yeah, but Cher was Cher and Sonny, Sonny and Cher were were kind of part of that wall of sound, Phil Spector kind of thing. Cher was a backing singer, yeah. wasn't she, for some of those early records? She sang on "Be My Baby." Yeah, all of my songs were actually. You know, at that time, her, her and Sonny were working for Phil, so to get money to buy food and stuff, they would stay in the studio. And then Cher was the only girl. Yeah. There, <laughs> so Phil would let me go out. She had a little interview, and we go out, and I do interviews, and she go with me. Then we go to boutiques, and we had a great time. Cher and I were very, very close. Don't so. give us too much away. I've got the dates here. I'm going to read them out in a second. Don't give too much okay. away about the show. But you mentioned that you got videos and you got clips, and you're going to tell stories about some people. We've got Amy mm -hmm. Winehouse out of you. Can you give us another couple of names of people that we might be hearing about at the concerts? You hear about the Beatles, you hear about the Kings, you hear about the Yardbirds, <laughs> you hear about all of what, the Bee Gees. I, I had an a, a album out, you know, the UK, it was called um, My Love for the UK, Yeah. English Heart, and I was so, I, I did every song that, that I loved from, from England, all the guy groups mostly, mm. <laughs> and I love that. I like that phrase, the guy groups. And yeah. I heard that before, the guy <laughs> yeah. groups. Listen, these are the dates that you're, you're playing, Ronnie. Uh, you're on December okay. the 19th. The, oh, it's the Shepherd's Bush Empire. I do apologise. I said um, Hammersmith Odeon. I was wrong. It's at the Shepherd's Bush Empire, which is a great, great venue. And Catherine and I are hoping to come to that one. That's on the oh, 19th great. of the December 20th. You're in Gateshead at Sage Gateshead. December the 23rd. Oh, you're at Usher Hall in Edinburgh. That's incredible. And then December <laughs> oh, the 14th, great. you're at the Helix in Dublin. My friend Dave, our friend Dave, Catherine is going to go to the Dublin show. You, are you not tired? I get, listen, I get tired if I'm, like, walking for an hour, you know, and I'm 46. <laughs> do you not get tired after doing a big old concert like this? No, because what I do, my routine is after a big concert, I go right back to my hotel, I relax, I take my makeup off, you know, and then I just relax. I don't go to, as I said before, I don't go to clubs, I don't go to parties I don't, when the band gets all up they may go out to the lounge or have a couple of drinks i don't drink so i just that's why i keep my voice i guess i don't mm. i don't like a lot of parties and you know Good. i don't do that anymore I did it 40 years ago. <laughs> I don't you, like it now. You've done it, and you partied with some of the best. You know, who's who's going to meet? Who's going to match those guys that you partied with in the 60s and 70s? Exactly. That's how I feel too. So I said, I don't meet anybody. Go to my room. Oh, uh, Ronnie, you're such quiet. a you're such a hero. Thank you so much for talking to us tonight. I really appreciate. Oh, thank you, guys. We are okay, sat well, here yeah. with such big silly grins yeah. on our faces. We are both such huge, <laughs> huge fans, and we can't wait to see Me you do too. your show. Bless you. Okay. We so love you, guys, Ronnie Spector. I love you both, and I will see you soon. This is Talk Radio.